This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. My talkers, yes, it's Monday. It is Monday and it is chilly, but no worries. We're going to warm this up with Lori and Julia. We're going to have some fun here for the next two hours and take you guys into what could be a very good week. Absolutely. Okay, so before we get to our laundry question, Patrick has left the building. Mm -hmm. Um, We want to let everyone know all week we are giving away a pair of tickets to Keith Urban. Saturday, November 5th, 2022, next year. And the tickets go on sale this Friday, so they're not even available yet to buy. So if you're a Keith Urban fan, we're going to have a contest every day this week. Today, Mm -hmm. we're going to do it in the 5 o'clock hour. Mm -hmm. So you want to be here for that. Um, In the meantime, we had a couple calls about this question that comes up a lot, and it's basically how do you... Um, get the smells out of your gym clothes, your Lululemon plant pants. You know the clothes that you sweat in that hate things out of synthetic yeah fabrics, synthetic fabrics that love your body oil and scoop it up. Polyester, rayon, rayon, a little bit of cotton. Yep, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So anyway, here's what you do: is that you need to wash it with a pure oxygen bleach. And you can get it at the laundryevangelist.com, which is Patrick's site. Mm-hmm. And when you're there, he also did a YouTube video on this very issue because people wash it, it's clean, but then it starts smelling a week or so later. Yeah. Um, do, do it there. And it's pure oxygen bleach. You might be able to get it at Whole Foods, too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Awesome. So, so those are your things because workout clothes are hard to get smells out of because... It repels the water but loves the oils. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right. That was free. And then somebody just, oh, laundry, she copied laundry, or, you know, Patrick on Twitter. She spilled oil on a real leather couch just yesterday. He'll tell her how to get that out. Okay. But that's a dilemma and a half. That is. Probably some kind of feathering technique, but what is the product you're feathering with? Well, Only Patrick knows. Only Laundry Patrick knows. And she copied him on the All right, good. Thing. So you might want to follow that, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I love the feathering technique, though, because I literally have a ring on an on, on an I have a ring on a red fabric couch that I need to feather. I just thought it was screwed. Yeah, but... It, I feel like you're never screwed with anything when you no. have the laundry evangelist. No. Everything can be new again. I know it. I know it. All right, um, so you said- well, just I have a couple of notable lives. That, of course, Bob Dole died yesterday. Oh, no. 98. 98 years old. Greatest generation politician who basically dust bowl depression, Kansas era kid to basically he was so injured in World War II fighting north of Florence that people thought he died out in the um, ditch or whatever, right, the sure. trench that the, he was in because he had so much shrapnel and there was so much bleeding. It, three years of operations to recover from World War II from those injuries. He was right. left for dead. But there have been, you can't really do justice to his life, but the Washington Post, New York Times, I mean, there's a lot of places, USA Today, that just did really amazing stories. He really stories. helped push through the disability act yes, in the early 90s. Yes, he was 90s. the instrumental uh, senator to get yeah. the disabilities act. And he worked both sides. He yeah. was a statesman. He ran with, um, I mean, I think it was um, 
He ran against Bill Clinton. Yes, he did. And when Clinton gave him not a Kennedy Center, the presidential, yeah, the honor of this freedom thing, they showed a clip on ABC yesterday. He gets up, I, Robert, and whatever his middle name is, don't pretend like he was getting sworn in. He just was a funny, funny funny guy. And And his wife, oh. Elizabeth yeah, Elizabeth. They were, they were quite lovely. Quite lovely. And she was 40 when she married him. She'd never been married before. And yeah, so it was a really sad day for him. But what a long, wonderful life. He was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer in January. Oh, really? And, okay. um, and then also in that same greatest generation, um, Willie Geist had a story on um, Colonel... Edward David Shames, who was the last surviving officer from the World War II Army unit that was immortalized by Band of Brothers, the amazing show. Yes. If you've never watched amazing. that amazing about World War II, he was 99, oh. passed away at home, you guys. And um, at 99. At 99. Wow. He's a, the, if you don't know, the Band of Brothers is the 101st. Um, Squadron, and that's what Tom Hanks and that immortalized HBO that, show. I think the Band of Brothers yeah. is mm-hmm. Band of Brothers. So mm-hmm. anyway, but his most memorable exploit that he talked about came after Germany surrendered, and he and other members of the hundred and first stormed into Hitler's eagle's nest. Wow! And he got. All the guys there, they took the bottles of cognac that were labeled for the Fuhrer's use only. (laughs) And later, he would use that cognac to toast his oldest son's bar mitzvah. Oh, I love it. The 101st were also the first (laughs) unit to liberate Dachau, um, the uh, prisoner camp. And he talked about that and what that experience was like. But it was... uh, uh, you know, married to his wife for 73 years. She died before he did. And uh, Sunday or today with Willie Geis had a great, great story. He's very active in a lot of uh, military, um, you know, get togethers yeah. and all of that. And of course, he loved, I mean, he was the last one of that squadron. So he met Tom Hanks and, you know, pretty and with it because he got to live at home yeah. when he was 99. How nice that is, is that? So nice. I'll never forget when I was. I flew to D.C. and it was Memorial Day weekend. It was the same weekend when I saw the presidential, uh, what do you call it, procession? Motorcade. Motorcade mm-hmm. um, at Arlington. And I, when I flew in, they were recognizing all the World War II um, vets had come to town oh. for oh, a celebration cry cry. of life. I mean, it was like one of those. And just for and every, tomorrow is, you know, Pearl Harbor. I know it is. The anniversary of that. I know it is. And it just kind of makes you stop and pause mm-hmm. about our heroes that have yeah. served our country. And it's really pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I'm wondering how my boyfriend is doing at Mancini's I with know, no Lori. music. I know his daughter drives him up like maybe once a month or something. With but no it, music. Aren't they having music? Well, they bit? haven't yet. They haven't brought the music back at Mancini's yet, Julia. But I mean, Say I've got it loud on the radio. I, Mancini's. Mancini's. But Come anyway, on. I'm wondering about my guy because he's a World War II and he's like about 93. Right. You know, I've got a boyfriend on the side, but just for a half a dance at Mancini's <laughs> um, in case he watches us, but not creepy. 
you know. Not no, creepy. of course not creepy. Not creepy. All. And then Queen Elizabeth has lost her mistress of the robes. She passed away at the age of 101. 101. And 121? She, yeah, 101. <laughs> Anne Fortune Fitzroy, the Duchess of Grafton, she served the royal household as Queen Elizabeth's mistress of robes, i.e. the dresser, until she died. Are you kidding me? Sixty-nine wow. years. Wow. So this is agony for the queen. It's been a bad year. Well, I mean, these yeah. people are old. No, I know. That's a hundred and one. That's really old. And yes, it is one of her closest and most loyal friends. So that's kind of sad for Queen Elizabeth, but all good, long-lived lives. All right, Absolutely. Let's, we got to go. It is time for Random Thoughts. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. That's all it is, everybody. Okay, so we were just talking about Pearl Harbor. Um, 80 years ago today, in 1941, President Franklin Roosevelt appealed for peace for the Emperor... Hirohito? Hirohito. Her, Hirohito of Japan. The day before? Yes. The bombing? Yep. Wow. He appealed for peace the day before. I guess I've forgotten that I part did too. of history. That's, I don't know if I ever knew that. I didn't either. That's why I brought it up today. Well, I mean, remember... Okay, one of the things that is, I think, kind of disgraceful is how long the United States dragged their feet about getting involved in, in, World, in World War, War II. II. And the whole... World was going up in flames and Hitler marching, marching yep. across country after, thank God for Great Britain. No kidding. You know? And so, in a way, Hirohito, you know, that was, uh, that's what got Americans off their butt yep. to save freedom in the whole of the world. And the day before, though, I thought that was kind of interesting. I never knew this before, so Mm. I thought, that's a good random. Yeah. And also 137 years ago today, in 1884, the Washington Monument was completed. And, you know, our Marconi... That looks like been, a monument. Looks like the Washington Monument. And it also looks like what Nick Cannon's got in his pants. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, rain. No, you can't believe the Andouille sausage that we saw today on his show. <laughs> what, are talk- what are you even talking about? What are you talking about? Do you ever look at our My Talk uh, social media? I do, but is that what Hannah we're... just had a lady who's I just heard about <laughs> heard about Nick Cannon and her eyes are coming out of her head. But I had looked at it earlier. And I thought, would Julia want me to retweet the Andouille sausage of Nick Cannon? I mean, he's in a beautiful blue suit today. I, I hope the answer was no. I didn't, Julia, but okay. I participated <laughs> in the conversation and, and okay. you know, that's so looked funny. several times. Would Julia looked want me to so do this? Because we have something coming up later in our show. Yeah. What would Fred Astaire say? That's right. So what would Fred say was going to be our new tagline yeah. <laughs> about different things coming up? Okay, so... Um, today is, by the way, in case you're wondering, it is the day before Pearl Harbor, um, but it's National Microwave Oven Day. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, let's learn some microwave oven facts. Let's just bless the microwave. Oh, that is how it changed our world. But when it was first invented, no one wanted it. Everyone thought you were going to get the rays and it was right. going to bring your it food. It was two Jetsons. Uh-huh. Pet- Percy Spencer... Noticed that he was in front of a radioactive set working on magnets and all this other crap. And he noticed the candy bar in his pocket had melted. Intrigued, Spencer, who was a leading expert in radar tube design, decided to experiment, ultimately creating the high-density electromagnetic field within a metal box that would go on to live in infamy 
of how we heat up our burritos. Right. Popcorn was the very first thing they tested it out in the microwave, and it was beautifully bouncing everywhere. The next day, day he tried an egg. The egg exploded. Mm. Um, But it was not... Different funny things happened, but the very first microwave sold for $5,000. Do you remember how big they used to be? My dad, I swear it was the size of a refrigerator, an old-fashioned icebox. It was Mm -hmm. that big, Mm -hmm. and the door, you'd push on that little pushing thing, and it was just like the whole door was... It would take this whole kitchen up. Yeah. I just remember that it revolutionized making pizza rolls. (laughs) Okay. You would would make pizza rolls. Because you used to make them, on, make them in an oven. Right. Right. But if you were hungry, oh, yeah. if you, you were could it was late at fast. night, yes. it Quick revolutionized uh, pizza rolls might be the precursor to the, you know, the hot pocket. Basically. <laughs> That's a great point. And uh, Gino's, uh, my grandma worked for Gino's when I was in high school and college and she would get me, she would deliver a box of like 300 pizza Gino. rolls. Oh. That we could keep in our freezer. I love them, but then when you bite into them, they're so hot. hot. You have to cut them. You have to cut a pizza roll. Yeah, Otherwise, but, but God bless the microwave. God That's bless. my first memory with the microwave is the Gino's <laughs> pizza roll. Okay? Just that came out of me. Um, Let's see. One of the things a lot of people thought is if you heat up something in the microwave, the nutrients in whatever you're heating up would decrease. They don't. They may change. Um, your food, it actually might make your food more healthy. So find out more about that and do all the reading. But, but <laughs> really, you may want to. Because you may want to. And metal can be okay in a microwave as long as it's not thin or sharp. I remember we'd get glasses. Bill used to, Bill is in, you know, logo merchandise stuff, mm-hmm. Max. And he'd have these glasses with this gold lettering on it. And we'd put it in the microwave oh, and, and they'd spark. go, ping, 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 ping. Yeah. sparking everywhere. But be careful. Yeah. It's still not something to put in there. And your plastics, you really need to use BPA-safe plastics in there. Because I don't, people should know that, don't you think? But uh, yeah. who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But the microwave changed the world. We have a family member who doesn't have one. Ooh. We have a co. Oh. Well, I know a coworker here that works across the hall that refuses to have one. Why? She just uses a, her oven. That's really? it. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Or the cook pot. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a sibling who remodeled mm. and didn't put one in. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We are all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. I'm like, ooh, it's not Joyce. You know what? I need to zap up my coffee. I do too every morning, every even morning. though I make a fresh pot. But I still we use put a it French in there. Press. Oh, right. It gets cold it if gets you leave a it out. Colder. Yeah. And so, I mean, that that's probably the number one thing I do is to just do a light reheat. I mean, if I got leftover pasta, that's going in a pan with some olive oil. Yeah. yeah. That's you don't not want going to in the that. microwave. I love fried, frying up a little pasta. Well, because it, it gets crunchy. It gets the crunchy. That's my, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. yum, Lori, yum. Okay, so a couple other things that are happening is the, you know, it's the end of the year. We're coming to list, 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 list. Well, here's the... Thank goodness we'll have something to talk about. (laughs) Those of us who are working between Christmas and New Year's. (laughs) I think hopefully all the lists are coming. I had a time I was saying, so many people listen then, so it's a good time to be on the air, Laura. Yeah. Um, Well, listen, it doesn't matter. Every day is a great show as far as I'm concerned. That's what my intention is, you know. Whether anybody's listening or not, it's not unlike the first day at our radio show, Julia. Right. I Mom, still continue with in. that mindset. Absolutely. Do, what, what else can we do? Well, because now we're podcasting, so people can listen to a show from any date, anywhere, any day. Yeah, boy, I was impressed with the young audience Tell at Grant Countess Luann. And all of them asked about you, Grant. So no, Lori, no. I mean, no. like, seriously hot women. Yes. Loving our show. That's in their good. 20s and Lori's like the and I They said, were so cute and they were like just so fun and I we I just of course always think I'm the age of whoever I'm talking to, you right. know. Right. What'd and, you do last night? Where'd you go? Yeah. What music were at the bars? Basically, <laughs> but oh yeah, the, it was just yeah, we, a we lot had, of We yeah. had a caller call in while you guys were talking to mm-hmm. Patrick and she said that cuz she'd missed the beginning, she ran into the beginning, took a picture with you and was real excited to meet yeah. you. But but she said she saw Luann hanging around the casino that night, just walking around well, later that night. She said she told everyone yeah. she loved to play blackjack. And I thought, because at the end of Luann's show, after she does money, can't buy you class. And the, the ushers let people run down because she's squatting down. She knows how she's a star like I'd be a star. If I, oh, I love this. Julia, okay. I thought if, this if could be Project talent. Down and Dirty, though. We should do a cabaret show. Right. It would be really fun, you know, to do the style of show it's that a great she idea. did. And but she took pictures and was shaking people's hand. She's fifty six years old. She's aspirational and relatable and she's grateful. Mm-hmm. And these great, are all great, things great that, I, that you can look forward to in your fifties, gaining mm-hmm. this kind of wisdom. So she was really having fun and she said, I'm gonna see you out on the on the blackjack table yeah. and out at the blackjack table. And I wondered if she would really go because she's so wildly popular. Yeah, she did, I, apparently, according to this listener. I did have one lady run down. She goes, I'm torn between getting a selfie of myself and Luann or a selfie with you, and I've got to go with you. Ah! So we turned around and put Luann in the background and did that selfie. Okay, that's hysterical. Hysterical, yeah. Okay. So, anyways. I'm so glad. I'm curious how Chelsea Handler was the night before. She was probably not good. I, I mean, the, this really... was crowded. It looked like a lot of people were on dates and were spending the night. Good. And on girls' groups, I mean, it was, yeah. yeah, it had a good vibe. Oh, totally fun. All right, Grant, what is going on with the traffic, honey? A lot of... The, those Santa stops are so fun. It's so much fun to be out in the real world. Yeah, it really is. After, really you know, is. the fair was a good start, but I, it's fun to see everybody. So well, that'll be a fun one tomorrow. Speaking of, you know, people being out and about, there were two premieres in New York City. Yes. So last night they premiered Don't Look Up, the 
uh, dark comedy or comedy satire with Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep. We posted the photos of that. Jennifer Lawrence is very pregnant. Yes, she is. Wearing Dior, gold Dior. It is a perfect pregnancy gown. It's so elegant and... She looked great. Oh, just, she always does. Yeah, she but does. She really, you know, just looks like she's having a Christmas baby, maybe. Oh, I know. You know, a little Noel. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little Noel. So that's posted, and then also uh, Spider Man No Way Home. That happened, and we've got a photo of Zendaya getting in the mood, wearing like you've got to see her gown too. It's she looks great. I, I don't know. She's so cute, and you know, she dates Tom Holland, and of course, he is not only a, a web slinging comic book hero who CGI swings around New York City. He's also a real-life badass dancer. We've all seen him do Rihanna's Umbrella on Lip Sync Battle. He started out as Fred Astaire, and then it segued into Rihanna. And yes. his, the person he was going up against was Zendaya, and at the time, they weren't out loud about their dating. Oh, funny. Okay, funny. But that is, he's, like, really amazing. And, of course, I have a real fondness for Tom Holland because your firstborn is a doppelganger for him. He looks like my boy. Really? Oh my God. Yeah, my doppelganger. Mm-hmm. If I were That's him, awesome. I Lori, would start. Lori thinks she's like good for him. Using it yeah. to yes. the best of my ability. Yes, that he would. could. Oh, good for him. No, no. Lori, if there's so a funny. no, but if there's a kid who could convince people that he's Tom Holland, <laughs> it's my it's, it's one of my kid. it's my first one. So anyway, um, he's on the he's doing the UK photo call for Spider Man No Way Home, which we've got the photos posted. He reveals this, like to Entertainment Tonight. Uh, yeah, I got a script uh, a week ago. I haven't read it yet. They haven't given it to me, but uh, you know, she wants she meaning Amy Pascal at Sony. I'm going to play Fred Astaire in a biopic about Fred Astaire. I love this. Okay, it's, um, I mean, Amazon Studio is already working on one, and that's going to star Jamie Bell. Oh, okay. The real-life kid from yeah. Billy Elliot, the movie, and the ex-husband of Evan Rachel Woods. Yes. They have a child together. And Margaret Qualley, but that will just be Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. Um and Between this- 1933 and 49. So that's just on the Fred and Ginger years. Okay. So here's what I have to say. Tom Holland needs to be very, very careful because in Astaire, the biography, and Fred Astaire died in 1987. Oh, so he long ago. did not want his life made into a movie and even put that clause in his will. He, serious? Serious. He Uh-oh. always... Uh-oh. It's, well, so in his will, all he could say would be to his family. Right. That right. they could not sell anything about it. I guess that doesn't mean someone can't make a movie. But it's been well known in Hollywood that, oh yeah, Fred, however much they offer me and offers come in all the time, I will never sell. And in his will, he said... Um, it is there because I have no particular desire to have my life misinterpreted, which it definitely would. So he died of pneumonia at the age of 88. Um, one of the last things he did was thank his fans for their support. I, I mean, the guy, I mean, he broke like uh, he broke like his wrist skateboarding at 78 and his 
driveway. He married a woman, this jockey, who was like 45 years younger um, at the age of 81. Really? Yeah. And uh, they were married in, in, until, uh, you know, she, he, he died. Right. So many times I think about, you know. He you, was very private. Right. But you think about Fred Astaire and then you think about Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby was a dink. But there's never been a movie about that we know about. But right. there hasn't been a Bing Crosby. Fred Astaire actually has an incredible life. Yeah, I like don't ever they, heard, I've never heard stories about him because, being evil. Because he was so private. He spent all of his time with his family and his and his hobbies. He liked horse racing and he was good friends with David Niven, Randolph Scott, Clark Gable, and Gregory Peck. Those were his buddies. Those were good guys to pal around with. And David Niven's biography is supposed to be one of the best. Yes, because he talked to everybody. Yes. And, um, yeah, he, he has, uh, he was always called the best dress actor, he and Cary Grant, but we don't know a lot about his private life, but we do know that he was like very hard on himself. Um, and he thought of himself as an entertainer, not a dancer. So, I mean, I just think if this has got a great script, this will be amazing and it'll be up to Tom and Zendaya to just say, well, what would Fred say? When they come so that's up with, our new line. Okay, what would Grant, Fred say? What would Fred say? <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So, you know, maybe the she'll, that'll be sort of his, like, things that they, you know, I don't know if we want to portray that, you know. I mean, like Kristen Stewart, she talked frankly about that she felt the ghost of Princess Diana, and Princess Diana was accepting of her playing all this. I don't know that Fred Astaire's ghost is going to be, uh, you know, visiting he was dead set against it. He put in his will so his family could never. Right, that's to me. That's just wild, Laurie. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, personally, I'm excited about it. But I do hope that Zendaya and Tom just say to each other, "What would Fred say about some of the? If there's anything salacious, because he hasn't even read the script yet, and they're announcing he's making it. This is bad what actor form. This is look at Laurie. Yeah, bad this actor is, form. Look at Laurie. This no, is, no, don't be that easy. <laughs> Don't let it. it be known you'll do a part without a script. My God, be an actor. Be he, kind of snobby. But is he cashing in on his height right now? Well, or? of course. So of maybe. Course. Well, I think it would be is, his dream because, like you said, he played Billy Elliot on the stage of course. thing. And, and Timothy Chalamet cannot dance. He cannot have all the roles, okay? He's getting <laughs> all the roles. He's playing young Bob Dylan. He's in everything. It's Chalamet, Chalamet, Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> he cannot get everything. By the way, I don't know, with your busy weekend, uh, and Grant, you seemed like you were kind of busy. Lady Gaga won the first acting award for leading actress by the New York Film Critics. I, I did. She got it, and Benedict Cumberbatch got for Best Actor for Power of the people Dog. People hated that movie, though. I haven't watched it people, yet. People, I've heard from people, they hated, hated that movie, it. The Power of the Dog. Yeah. It must be depressing. Yeah, anyway, that's she, what I'm thinking. Yeah, she she won, and um, the movie that won Best uh, Picture, I've I don't, I've never even heard of it. So if I figure five and a half. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. I never even heard of it. But I was like, good for Lady Gaga. You know, that's kind of like Kristen Stewart didn't get it. And that movie has dropped out of sight. Well, I, I had, Diana. When you were going to it, I had negative 
feelings about going it. Not even just maybe if I went for free and it was Island Home. Yeah. I do not want to watch. I'm having such a bad reaction to like The Crown. I don't want to finish the season about Princess Diana. Anything you know about I li- Diana, I don't want it. The uplifting thing about the Diana thing. The Spencer Chris, movie? He, the Spencer movie. Okay. And Kristen Stewart was her. I mean, I did feel like the ghost of Princess Diana was talking to us. but And that was... The a bleak last Christmas, and when Diana says to her boys, "In this family, the past is the same as the future and the present." It's so that's just so stifling. It's so okay. Nothing ever of, changes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I just have a hard time with all that because I just think it sounds so. so she awful. had already had, you know what, uh, twelve Christmases there or something like yeah. that, and always knowing. That everyone in the family knows that Charles buys the two of them the same fancy duplicate. His mistress and her are the same. They get the same. He, his butler, goes to a fancy jewelry thing and buys two of everything. And it's just not done. It's not talked about. But at the end of the movie, and I guess this is a spoiler. So if you're planning on seeing Spencer. And Prince William just confirmed that he had very vivid memories of a few times. But Diana loved to drive her own car and have the police or her her secret service, if you will, follow her because she loved playing CDs and singing with the boys. And um, that's that's how the movie ends. She gets in the car. She gets the boys to leave early and they go all the way back to London singing at the top of their lungs um a roxy um a roxy fairy rocks what am i what's the band i'm thinking no, it's of? roxy no i have that song Rox- more than this more, i love this i just it's more than this yeah. and they're singing that song like at the top of their lungs roxy music roxy music i just and, ha- put that on a playlist and the boys are singing and it so it does end like and i did think i thought and she does get away from the family she does Leave that Charles and that horrible, all those horrible people. And, you know, the closest people she was friends with were, you know, like people that worked there, the downstairs people, if you were, because she couldn't trust any of those scorpions. Those old, the, no, really. That's what that movie shows. Love is you. a drug. Hmm? Is it Love is a Drug by Roxy Music? I think it's more than this, oh. is the name of the song. Is, is okay. what it is, but William the other day in an interview said that that is one of his fun. They liked Tina Turner, and they would sing all the words, and they felt totally free because it was just the three of them in the car, no one listening, no one watching, no one hovering. It must. I'm just the gonna, freedom of the car. I'm going to tell you. I think that's a mom experience because, like, Maybe. in my car with the boys, I had it with my nephews. We would always right. sing. Are we. We always put in like the moment I wake up. Yeah, it was a fun way to bond. It was such a great way to bond with the boys before they found Game Boys and and could zone out. Ignore you. Ignore you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, Grant is going to get more than this, and we'll just play it at some point. And when we come back, we're going to hop. Oh, here it is. Oh, here it is. Hollywood's begin. What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this? Whoa. Well, Julia, Melissa Gorga yanked her husband off. Stage after bombing terribly <laughs> at oh, the no. Governor's Comedy Club on Long Island. So he was doing stand up. He was doing a bucket list. Here's thing. what he said: 
This was not my typical show. So he's doing the stand-up thing. He said, as I share my many life lessons in my stand-up routine, now I can add this one. Don't mix alcohol with Sudafed. Oh, well, okay. that's okay. Well, that's first just... of all, we don't believe you because you learned that lesson 20 years ago, George. Mm-hmm. Go, George, <laughs> Joe Gorga, don't tell us any differently. Okay, I just think that is so funny. So he just goes out and does stand up based on the fact that he's a real housewife of. He's, of a, he's I, leveraging he's a, it. Yeah, he's leveraging it. And I, mm-hmm. would, I would bet he has funny material if he's willing to get raw and he's not terrified to stand up and, right. you know, do jokes. Right. To me, it seems like, you know. Uh, you gotta, you gotta bomb before you get better. You can't be great out of the gate as a comedian. Otherwise, we'd all do it, it's true. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. You know, how many people think they're funny? And then when, whenever, oh. whenever someone prefaces with, "I've got a really funny story to <laughs> tell you," like, I'll be the judge. Of try that. and go and get an hors d'oeuvre. Go yeah. to the bathroom. I'm queen of the getaway. When as oh, soon Lori. as I hear that, no, the minute I hear that, because nine times out of ten, <laughs> it's going to be some story I can't even follow. It's going to be too long, and there's going to be too many diversions. You know, well, yeah. she, you know, well, when someone has to announce something like that, it's usually like, oh, here we go. Well, but sometimes people do have a funny they story. Sometimes. I'm not, a, I'm okay. not opposed to I, people using that. Can thing. I tell you a funny? Or do you want to get Hollywood, we're Hollywood speech? speaking All right, still? Well, I but, have a good friend. Well, go to Hollywood. Can speech. I Hollywood speak whatever you have to tell me? Okay. Or is it going to be some uh, some BS thing just because you're not paying attention and you're busy eating your fingernail polish? <laughs> He's no. Such a dick. Oh, no. I have. I no, have Julia's been eating her no, fingernails. I I've been trying to. I've watched her pe- for two hours, I've people. Been, I, if there was you, a camera on both of us. I hate her more than no, anything. No, well, we've got this on no. YouTube. More than anything, Lori. We've got it on YouTube. No. You can see her. I'm biting up my acrylic nails. No, more than anything. Oh, look at how cute More than is. anything, the funny thing is, I was looking up a photo of Lori and I for something, and then I'm just doing this deep dive, and I came across CJ hated me and love Lori. And so there's and the Hollywood speak on that, (laughs) Julia, the Hollywood speak on that. It was just simply because when you and I started the body perks, CJ was a gossip columnist and I was PR. I dropped names. So like I, we knew each each other and all of a sudden it's like when you, whenever you add somebody, like she just didn't have she time me. for you. No time for fools. Uh, yeah. But she would call me like fat Lucy or well, Nancy, the cartoon character. Well, that's when I had to disconnect character. with her. But anyway, so she posted there's one day when we thought Annette Funatello just died. Oh, and she died like five and years before. 18 months earlier. Yeah. It was one of those so, right in the beginning of the catfishing ads. Yes. So... Okay, and, and we clicked the clickbait thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And we were, this was all new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Grant, I'm sending okay. you a picture of the photo. She, huge photo with yeah. the Star Tribune that she posted God, of us. I really look cute. Lori, look, this is from Glamorama. You <laughs> yeah. look cute, and I look like I just. You look cute, too, but you look like you're snarling, too. No, at I'm the like, same yeah. Time. yeah, I'm no, neighing like a, a horse. Yeah, like she was getting, oh, she are, took a. If you took a few pictures, because CJ would be at Glamorama and take people's photos. Right in front of their face. Well, that's what you do, paparazzi. So you see that, right? <laughs> no, I see. Yeah, you look like you're caught off guard, kind of pushing back like, hey. Yeah, oh, I hated her. Camera's already there. <laughs> so here's the headline. The belated obituary, a shtick that may not die around my talk. Um, FM 107. Last week, the host of my talk, episode, was afternoon yeah. drive. 
show announced the death of adored Mouseketeer and that Funicello more than 18 months later. Okay, this, you couldn't ask for a better thing to happen. I'm sorry there isn't a gossip columnist anymore. This is the kind of stuff that we were doing in the building years. This was good buzz because it was such a hysterical, funny mistake. And also at the same time, then people were really learning about the clickbait because it it happens to other people. Lori, like, oh gosh, Lori, oh yeah. this is, this is, I printed this article because I think it is hysterical yeah. about it. Bradley Cooper, oh yeah. like, loved it. And he says, um, their colleagues are not about to forget it as the male half of the station's clean and Bradley show told me. Oh, yeah. And Bradley's quote is, okay. I've been going up to Lori and Julian trying to get them to think that other celebrities are dead. That, Bradley no, so said with a smile, they did it to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's really and then people would call in and then donnie the producer and normally the brains of the show, show. listen that, we, by that time too we'd covered a lot of death i know <laughs> people that we thought were already dead like people would die and we go god i thought that person dead. Was... so donnie says yeah. i have to stop you we are collectively idiots yeah i don't know how we made the mis- mistake i blew it i admit it i'm one of the biggest idiots of all but she died last year and i said oh for gosh sakes did someone spoof us and then Donnie remarked, oh, no, we got emails from and calls from everyone who listens calling us morons. Yeah. That was a funny day, Grant. Because <laughs> Lori, Lori, you saw it. I saw it first. And you then, saw it first. Oh, my God. I'm oh not going to do it. We did it. Oh, my God. <laughs> but seriously, I mean, if you were to think, like, what year was that? Like, 2012? This is... Um, this is- December, October 20th, 2014. 2014. Okay. So, I mean, we'd already been on a long time. So we'd already had a lot of death. I remember we'd go, we learned not to say, oh, we thought that they'd been dead for years. That used to be one of our reactions. Once it what? They were still alive. You know, I mean, uh, we've gotten better about handling death. Oh, that's funny. Oh, it just, it just made me laugh. All right. Back to, back to this Hollywood speaking stuff. Ali or Aliyah Shakat. I can't, I know the actress, but she was at the premiere of being the Ricardos at the Lincoln Center. What have we heard? Well, she just said, she was asked about, do you think was Ricky faithful to Lucy? And she goes, well, she married a Cuban. I assume there were dalliances. <laughs> it's just the Spanish or the Cuban way. That's I think like that's been known about him. Like that's oh, been from books and 100%. everything. And, you know, and CBS Sunday Morning, their they granddaughter. Did. did you see that? Yes. How they they loved and adored each other. They just couldn't be romantic loves yeah. all till t- he died at 69 and she died at 77. But, they died young. Yeah. And she said it was their lifestyle. Yeah. Because she kind of said that. And then they did the thing on Sex and the City and Candace Bushnell. That was very good. Remember when she was in studio? Oh, geez. Twice. She had beautiful legs and she married the ballerina dancer from Minnesota. Yeah, but that 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 ended in flames, Julia. Well, it ended with the younger ballerina. It was dalliances. Yeah, and not from a Cuban, a Minnesotan. No, but you know what? She was like ten years older, or maybe fifteen years older. She was way, but whatever. That but, age shouldn't be it because that works. For but people. sometimes flexibility gets in the way, Julia. <laughs> Especially okay. if you're a ballerina and used to the hips, spreading wide. <laughs> right. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, what do they I, call it when you stand up on your tiptoes and ballerina with hard toe? End point. End point. <laughs> on point. Okay. On point. Uh, they are actively trying to stop the delivery trucks. W Magazine with the cover of Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott. 
Okay. Okay, but why do we even know this? Why is Chris Jenner leaking to Page Six that they're because actively trying to stop the trucks? Supposedly, maybe they're not together. They haven't been a couple for like two years, and she just but wanted to have the same baby. dad. Yeah. All right. And then everything they say in this interview is going to come off really bad in light of everything that happened. So I believe they're actively trying yeah. to stop the trucks, and I believe Chris Jenner actively leaked to Page Six. Oh gosh, right. so funny! All right, we'll be back.